What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super pumped today. I have got another fitness enthusiast like myself. His name is Matt Daniels, and he is the founder of Royalty Health and Fitness. Matt, or do you go by Matthew? Which one do you like? That's good. I don't mind. Okay, Matt, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell, tell the audience a little bit about your background and what got you into health and fitness on all that great stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, thank you for one, starters. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, a little bit of background on me, actually. Um, so I kind of take a weird stance on like the whole fitness and everything. Um, I started out, actually, believe it or not, as a rock and roll touring musician. I saw so that. Yeah. I have been touring. I was in bands my whole life. Um, I was also an athlete my whole life. So as a kid growing up, I did football, baseball, basketball, all that. So I've always been active and in the gym. Um, when I started touring, it was always a hobby. I was always, you know, part-time. I was playing in states around me and chasing the dream, so to speak. Sure. Um, and back in 2018, I got my shot. Um, I got the opportunity to tour and join a band that was like much, much higher than where I was at. So I joined them and that was my transition into full-time music. I had to quit my job. I dropped everything, drove straight to Alabama um, and started the tour. Like wow. essentially I, I had to learn like 20 something songs in less than a month. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, starting out and making that transition, like I, I was always athletic. So I had a, a certain like weight and like, you know, muscle stature that I had going just from being at home and, you know, being able to feed myself re regularly and stuff like that. Well, upon joining a, a full touring band, it's not always the most um, profitable thing right away. Sure, so sure. I started seeing a lot of issues with me maintaining my weight, eating the right amounts, like I couldn't afford to my diet. So I lost like 25, 30 pounds, like the first year oh, wow. of, of muscle, fat, everything. I just, I was, a, I was skinny. I was malnourished. I felt weak. Um, I loved music, but like, it was just like the health part of it was like, wow, this is crazy to see, you know, like when you are only stopping at Wendy's and gas stations yeah, yeah. and like, you know, so it was very unhealthy. So I started really studying uh, health, nutrition, um, and, and looking at ways that I can cut corners and eat healthy and budget the right way. So I stopped eating any fast food. I started meal prepping on our bus. Um, it was really hard. I mean, so it's difficult enough as it is, like you know, traveling on the road. But when you're also with a crew of like six other people, like we all share a fridge, we all share, we all have bunks. So like we're all on each other's schedules as well. So like I kind of had to balance that um, and figure out how I could meal prep while the other you know team members had to also cook their meals and get food. So it took some practicing, but like once I got it down, I started making leaps and bounds with my fitness journey. I started putting on more muscle. Um, us working out regularly in the mornings was a, was an everyday routine. So we would pull into whatever town we're playing that night, we'd shower at the gym, we'd work out, and then we'd head in for sound check. So that part was super easy, but it was just the diet that was killing me. So after, uh, after a while, it was like a good year, I studied, I put everything that I learned uh, to the test, and I, I put on, again, like that 25, 30 pounds of muscle within like eight, nine months. Wow. And um, yeah, and really and really just try to understand the, like how the human body reacts to certain foods, certain like calories or, you know, different types of um, carbs, fats, and, and uh, you know, protein and stuff like that and, and how the system works. So 
I started helping people out. Like a lot of our fans that are across the, the, the country and even in other countries as well, um, saw my fitness transformation and they were like, wow, like how did you do that? Like I'm interested in doing the same thing. So that's when I started Royalty Health and Fitness, which was uh, I believe in like July of like 2018. So I started helping people out. And since then, uh, over a year, I've helped like 100 clients all over the US. Amazing. Um, and we're continuing to, to grow and expand into actually, hopefully, pretty shortly soon here, getting a brick and mortar gym myself and putting our apps across the country. So we're, uh, we're looking at continuing to grow and helping people as much as we can. I love it. I love it. So um, what did I said, when I first talked to you, you said you were working on some pre-workout. What was that all about? Yeah, so uh, another crazy, actually, let me get it real quick. It's right here. Um, I have uh, my own supplement line I started making. Uh, it's called Encore. It's a pre-workout, green apple. And it's got uh, actually a picture of our band on the front. So that's us at one of our shows. So are you still playing in your band? Or are you guys still, like, yeah, active? Yeah. Unfortunately, with COVID, the music industry is shut down. So uh, I'm, I'm at home working a little bit down. harder. Right. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit um, much. Yeah. But yeah, so I've been home. I'm still doing music. Um, music will forever be a part of my life. And I, I believe music and fitness are very, very therapeutic. So a lot of the, the fitness stuff that we teach and, and what we help with is not just the simple put you on a macro program and then you're good to go. Right. It's very mental. Like the establishing of routines, the fighting, you know, personal conflicts and, and uh, motivation and all of that is are key points to each person, you know, like it's not always you just get your perfect diet and you're going to succeed. Like a lot of times there's ulterior scenarios where, you know, maybe a husband or a wife doesn't support the fitness journey and they get mad at you for trying to eat healthy or stuff okay. like that. So there's a lot that goes into trying to transform your life. And, uh, we really dive into everything. So we, a lot of the stuff we do is 24 seven customers service. Like you got a problem, you let us know we're there for you at any point in the day. So do you get a lot of people that contact you in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, a lot of times I do. Um, and, and most times I don't as well. Like it, it, it all just depends. It kind of comes in waves. Sure. Um, I've definitely been on the, uh, the grind recently. I mean, everybody's tensions are high with COVID and everything and trying to, readjust their life schedule from a gym to their home workouts or it's hard i so i have a i've got a pretty nice setup and i'm usually very motivated myself like you i'm a trainer i do online coaching i mean i've competed and i know that you were getting ready for a show so health and fitness has been a part of my life since, i mean since i can remember my family was all about it so like that's been inbred in me basically so for me personally, I have it all set up in the basement. I have a Stairmaster in my garage. I have a, a stationary bike in my, my living room, but I'm still having a hard time getting motivated. And that's very unlike me. I think it is because of the heaviness of, of what's going on around us, you know, and, um, and I almost feel not necessarily a hypocrite because I'm probably still training like three, four days out of the week. Like I'm, I'm still getting my workouts in, but not like I was, I was doing, I was very much into doing two a days because like you getting ready to compete at the Ottawa show. And um, like, that just feels normal for me when I'm not doing that. I don't feel good about myself. So uh, what are you telling you? So maybe you can impart some wisdom on me. What do you tell your clients that are having a hard time finding that motiv motivation? Well, a lot of it. And I, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of this before, you know, just through 
similar like bodybuilders and, and people that we look we look up to in this industry but motivation is not something to rely on at all by any means you know like you're right. you're gonna run out motivation is much like a gas tank like you can't operate 24 7 just strictly on motivation so what ends up happening is you fall back in routines and what becomes a routine and you get used to it starts to feel normal and like that's where and in your mind i mean your your mind is a muscle that's like one of the most complex you know organs in your entire body so if you can create you know your environment let's say I, I just made a post today about this but if you're forced to go from a gym to your home and like you, you've never worked out at home you don't really you know do that too much you're going to run into a situation where your home is meant for relaxation it's meant to unwind it's meant you know family and this and that like when you go to a gym you don't picture doing anything else other than slamming weights going 100 percent and like okay you know, giving your all. So you get that conflict where you're at home and you want to work out, but you're like, like, I just feel too comfortable. Like, I don't want to, you know, do it. So for me personally, what I did was I like took every picture frame off my wall. I took the rug out of my freaking living room. I took the couches and furniture out and like, I made it a gym. Like, I'm not going to watch TV in there. I'm not going to. So that's how it's set up right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I could actually, you know what, let me see if I can, uh, see a picture leave the media share, share the screen we'll show people yeah let's do it so i will take you on a little tour of my house here okay but, um, all right but yeah so a lot of it is just establishing that uh that routine so what i did and it's kind of cool i mean i'm still moving stuff around but if you so do you live by yourself that you're able to do this um I'm, i live with my family at the oh. at the moment so oh there you go a bench little like turf kind of area even you even have a bench so i still don't have my bench yet and i ordered one and i, I haven't gotten it yeah and pull up machine back here i got that one too that you got right there the pull up one yeah I, and i love it don't get me wrong when i actually finally get in my groove i get into my groove I, I actually get a really good workout but it's still it's just getting to that point where i want to get my ass up like you said and um go go and do it because i my house like my house is very comfortable and I, I live alone, so it's like, oh, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's hard. I mean, like, motivation doesn't always, it's not always there for you. You know, you got to prepare for, you know, like, for me, an alarm goes off at, like, I think it's, like, 5, 6 p.m. after my my fourth meal of the day. And, like, immediately I know my next one is my pre-training meal. So it's just, like. Good for you. So you're, staying on, so you're staying on top of it? Yeah, I've been, uh. Um, I've been training hard as hell. I haven't really dropped much weight or anything. Like I'm just kind of staying where I'm at and uh, looking to get to competition level when they're not, when there's not even a competition, I'm just doing it for myself. You know? yeah, you, well, that's good. Um, I'm like, I was trying to continue to reset my goal. Like, okay, so this isn't canceled. And so every time I, I like reset it, because I have a coach, he's a big bodybuilder and his wife, she does bikini and most and he coaches a lot of figure girls and most figure girls and i'm figure most figure girls he coaches end up going to nationals and that's that was ultimately my goal i've always i've always qualified mm -hmm. i've just never hit a national stage so this year because i'm 43 uh, i still look great like i don't mind talking about my age because i don't have any like hang-ups on it right. but like okay i'm like i've i've gone through so much stuff and I'm finally in a place where it's just about like about me I don't have to worry about a partner and something like really you know because it is a selfish sport 
Yeah. yeah. It's very selfish. So it's hard if you don't have a partner that's like really like all about either understanding or is all about the lifestyle too. It makes it very difficult. So now that I've been single, my husband's been gone these many years. I'm like, okay, I can refocus. I can do it. So I had set the March goal, March show like you. And then it was the one in June or no, was it May? Then it was going to be May. It was going to be uh, Illinois state. Cause I know, I know Chuck Sano, Chuck Sano was my coach for a, for a show a couple of years ago. You know, he's president of the Illinois and Wisconsin um, chapters. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. So that. Chuck Sano, he's one, of, he's the one, one of the promoters, but he's also the chairman of Illinois and Wisconsin. Jeff, Jeff Johnson is actually, he's a promoter, but that in Ottawa, but he's also a judge. So a lot of the people that are promoters are also judges. So it's really good to know them because then you're not just another number that right. they know your name. So like when I go to a show, they know me because I've not only have I uh, um, been a sponsor for their shows, but I've also, I've done so many and I've hired them as coaches. So, which is, you got to like what we're going through right now, politics, man. Yep. <laughs> no matter what you do, no matter what you do in life, it's all about politics. So, but, um, but yeah, I mean, if, if we go to a show, if you go to one, let me know. I'll come support you. If I'm not ready, I'll come support you and I'll introduce you to these guys because it would be good for you. Good for you to know, you know, and then they, you can make connections too. I appreciate that. And likewise, I definitely would love to come out and support. I'm trying to find, you know, more people that share this crazy lifestyle. Um, you know what? I need to introduce you to my coach then. That'd be good for you to, to meet yeah. him. He's actually good friends with Steve Kuklo and Amanda Lotano. Do you know who they are? No, I actually don't. Oh, Steve Kuklo. He's, he's going to the Olympia. And Amanda Lotano, she's been, she is like a two or three time um, Olympia uh, bikini competitor. So they, they're, they're awesome. You have to look them up. They're kind of big time. So yeah, he actually knows them. He's good friends with them, but uh, that would be something I, I should connect you with. So yeah. we'll have to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love, I love the, uh, the music and like the fitness lifestyle both go so hand in hand. Like they're both such intense lifestyles that like require so much discipline. Oh, sure. And they're just, they're, it's like a circus, you know, like it's crazy. Like you're, you're either in the gym doing two a days you're like traveling the world, like not really, you're not, you're not home for months on end or something like that. Like it's, they're, they're both very intense lifestyles. And I think it's something like for me personally, I've just fallen in love with and just find, I find peace in it, to be honest. Sure, like, well, that's good. That's very good. therapeutic. Um, so have you, has your band, what are you guys doing like in terms of planning for the next time you're going to be performing so, with everything that's going on? Yeah, right now um, there is so much, uncertainty and what's going on um that th there's nothing we can do really we're at the mercy of finding out what the governors and each state is going to be doing and on top of that we we're like all praying that no venues close like there, it's it's a very uh the entertainment industry has has definitely been uh dealt a very fatal blow um and we're we're trying to make sure that our friends our co-workers and our you know our venues and and other bands like make it through it because there's a lot of, I mean, music venues are going to be the last thing to open. I'll just say that. Um, the, I mean, they're big events like where there's thousands of people gathering, you know, like that's not going to be in phase one or three or four or five. Like it's probably going to be several, several months. So we've already had festivals canceled out all the way till August. So like a lot of our dates, we were in the middle of a tour. Uh, we, we should be on tour right now. 
but we had over 20 dates canceled uh, between wow. last month and this month. So we're kind of like- you, you get paid for each of those performances too, correct? So you're exactly. missing out on 20 different paychecks. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely, uh, it's a crazy situation, but to me personally, I think it's going to drive the demand for, for music up so much higher that maybe it could be a good thing. I mean, music is a fundamental part of, um, you know, the world and life. Yep. It's an art. So, so I'm a fan. I love my music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a necessity for sure. So people will come around, you know, like once we're allowed to have shows and gather in crowds again, there'll be sold out shows and festivals and stuff like that. It's just a matter of being patient and, and uh, weathering the storm. So. Well, that's a good attitude. Um, and from a health perspective, I mean, what are you sharing with your client? I mean, I know I'm not living in fear. I personally, I refuse to wear a mask. I went into stores over the weekend and I had my, I have a mask. I bought one from a designer friend of mine just because I want to support her business right now. Right. But I won't, I, I ha they're like, you have a mask. I, I'm like, here it is. And they're like, you had to put it on. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I just kept holding it in my hand because I feel that it's counter, it's counterproductive for a person who's healthy to wear that. It, it, it I, I don't think that it's, that it benefits your immune system if you are a healthy individual. So right. those are my thoughts. So I don't like want to force it on anybody, but I'm just, cause you're a trainer. I just wondering what your perspective is. From a health perspective. I mean, I'm not by any means like a doctor or somebody who's like studied sure. in like, you know, virology or anything. But um, personally, I mean, our immune systems are, are, are created from birth to be able to adjust and maintain a healthy status you know what i mean like viruses not just corona i mean we fight things day in and day out all they live the on our skin yeah so um I, I do believe there is some credibility to the theory that staying inside and being away from everybody could have its negative effects um and then as far as the whole mask situation like i mean like when you're in surgery doctors aren't wearing masks so they don't catch viruses like that they're wearing masks so that like when the you know, they, they don't get any spit or anything from their mouth into the person they're operating on. Right, so, right. I mean, I see so many funny memes about like, you know, <laughs> um, people that are like, if, if you really think like a mask is going to stop a virus, like, can you explain how like when people just like, you know, fart in a store, it goes through like seven layers of fabric and you could still smell it the aisle over. Like, there's, there's not gonna, it's not gonna do anything. You know what I mean? Oh, that, was and, funny. that was good. I have a beard and like, I mean, it doesn't really fit my face, but there's clear holes like under my jaw where the mask, like air can get in. So it's like, I mean, come on, I might as well have like a, a transparent, like with holes in it. Like it's not, it's not doing much, but I mean, I, I wear it so that I can just, you know, get my food and shop and not get freaking, you know, put on the front of a cop car, but it is what it is. Well, you live in Chicago, right? So it's, it's an ordinance right now in Chicago. It's, I live in well, I, so I live in, Elk, uh, well, Darien. Um, my parents live in Elk Grove. Okay. I went to uh, a Pete's market that was just off of like 83 and they like would not let me in unless like I started causing issues. Like they were like, you cannot come in here. I was like, are you serious? Like I don't even have a mask. I'm like, I can't. That's just food. a policy. So even yeah. if so they can, I know that there are some stores, like I have a Woodman's by me, they, they, they are not requiring that at all. But there's a lot, a lot of stores that are, are, they're creating, they're making it a policy. So. Right, so um, they did that. 
So, I mean, I just wear it, you know, like I want to get food that's like fresh and tastes good. And I don't mind. It's like, if, if I got to do it, you know, wear it just to wear it, I'll wear it. Um, well, good for you. I, I probably walk away. They wouldn't get my business. <laughs> I was, so I went to the store this weekend and it, he kept saying mask. And I was wearing my press, my press pass too. Cause it's, it's with CPD with Chicago police department. Okay. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I was actually flexing a little bit. Like I'm not wearing okay. a mask, you know, I'm, I'm pressed. Like, no, I'm not wearing it. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I mean, it's definitely crazy. Um, for me also, there's so many more effects of what this virus is having that are just non-health related, you know, like a lot of, supply chain stuff and like it's so funny like as a, as a bodybuilder myself like i mean everyone's being affected from every industry but like walking into the store uh, at the beginning of when all this happened i started i lost like five pounds because i couldn't get chicken anywhere yeah. there was no chicken in any store and like um i was trying to keep on my diet you know like i eat six meals a day i'm at like 4500 calories a day so that's a lot that's a lot of food yeah, yeah, it definitely is. So I was trying to get eggs and chicken and like there's a shortage and like these supplies are like drying up because of uh, everything that's happening. So it, it was definitely crazy to see the extent of how widespread it got, you know, like there's the health side of it where people are getting sick and stuff like that. And then there's the economic side that we're experiencing. But there's also the, su su the supply chain and logistics side of it where, I mean, it, it's just going everywhere. It's, it's hard to predict what's going to happen, you know, in a, in a few months hopefully it gets well, I just, I'm praying that um, I mean as we're seeing people are starting to revolt and that you have you have mayors that are are no longer so my county they 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 said straight out they released a statement that they're not enforcing the governor's um, tyrannical uh, stay-at-home expectation um, so I'm you know like I said I went to the rally this past weekend and I'm I'm really involved in the other side of it because I do believe I believe that there's a virus. I do believe that. I believe that it's detrimental to people that have compromised immune systems that, or are, are elderly. I do just like, just like the flu would be harmful to them as well. To me, I have that same mentality that this is, that would be bad, just like the flu. I won't go around somebody if I'm sick. Like, I'm not going to do that. And people that have done that in the past, you, you know, that's very selfish. Like I'm the type of person, like probably overly sensitive where it's, if I'm feeling a little yucky, I'm staying home. Yeah. I'm this princess. I'm staying home. Like the queen here has to, to rest and I want to feel better. And I would feel terrible if I got somebody sick. I really would. Um, but I also feel it comes to a point where they've not only have they, they've changed the number several times on the actual deaths from COVID. We know that, um, we know that these hospitals are being paid extra if they, they say that it is a COVID-related case or if they're using the, um, the respirators, which the respirator is not the correct treatment. So if you are health, you know, if you are involved in health at all, you know already that they're not treating these patients correctly. They're basically killing them. Um, there are just so many, like you had said before we even started recording, there are so many questions that are unanswered. So for me, I, can't, I have to feel like this has been a more premeditated attack on our on society. And yeah, I know that sounds a little bit crazy out there and more like conspiracy theorists, but there's just way too many things that are happening where that I just, it's just, it's just not okay. I mean, we're killing people, we're killing businesses. That's what that, that is what our, our, our country has been built on is right. small businesses and our freedoms. And so for me, when I see somebody wearing that mask, to me, it, it's, a, I'm thinking this, it's more psychological 
you're seeing where the divide is people that will not submit like someone like me you know that and then there's people that will submit and that that are wearing the mask so when i was in the city like most people there were not wearing masks oh yeah yeah i mean we were you could tell we were all together and you know but there are some don't get me wrong there are some people that are still the concern about it and they're probably the ones that have a compromised immune systems which i have no problem with i mean to each his own but um yeah, this is um, this is interesting times that we're in. So I love talking to people and, and hearing their point of view and um, just what we're going to get through this. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be out there fighting for us. Okay, so don't worry, you're going to be going on tour soon. <laughs> Hopefully soon. I, I do know I've, I've been, I mean, the very few times that I do watch the news, you can sort of like foresee where things are going to go um at the beginning of when all this started all the news was you know lockdown lockdown we're not doing but now a lot of things are being publicized on media that small businesses are opening small businesses are fighting to open so you can tell we're at the tipping point you know like normally when they all start posting a certain type of you know narrative like yeah that's when things are, are going the right direction at least for us in this case um, so I think it'll be pretty soon here that, uh, it'll well, you're, you're, there, there's going to be a revolt. Oh yeah. There, there's just going to be a revolt. And so when I was talking to my contact, uh, the other day and just, I said, you know, I'm praying for you guys. I said, because you know what people, people are not going to be able to take this much longer. We are, we do not live in a country where, you know, everybody did what they were supposed to do. We all protected each other. We listened to stay at home orders, but now you're taking it to a point, especially when we have states around us that are opening. Now we're living in a state where we see that there is dirty pool going on. There's dirty pool, man. You're not going to tell me that you're going to have all these other states that are opening. Their numbers have, have flatlined. Everybody's do good going, you know, and we're in a state where he wants to keep us at home for several months. Yeah. No, no. He has an agenda. Well, we already know he's got some kind of, he's, he's an investor in the one, um, the one vaccine. So, okay. So he's already stating that what his agenda is, he wants us to get this vaccine. He wants this tracking stuff. So, and then we find out that, that, oh, they opened up Planned Parenthood. You know who he's in bed with? Bill Gates, because that's Melinda Gates Foundation, Planned Parenthood. Okay. So now we know what you're all about, you know? So, that's just dirt. That's just dirty business to me. But I'll calm down. I'm like ready. Don't get right? started. Get the picket signs ready. Here we go. Oh, I I bought one of the signs. I bought one of the signs to the rally, and I was telling my friends, "I'll put it up outside my house." She's like, "No, don't put it up yourself." I'm like, "Why? Freedom of speech. That's why I'm here." Why would I put this up? Do you think I'm afraid of anybody? Look at me. I'm a craziest bitch if I have to be. What's that? You gotta call it out like it is. It is what it is, man. But um, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to go on like a a rant there, but I'm no, telling it's, you. It's definitely, I mean, it's a hot topic nowadays, you know? Like, I mean, everyone, whether you agree with it or not, you can, we all can agree that definitely something doesn't feel right. Um, and then two, we all can agree that everybody cares about each other's safety and health, and we want everything to get better. Now, yeah. obviously, there's like divisions of how we think we can get there, but that's life, you know. You agree, yeah. disagree, you, you move on, and you just, you know, shake the other person's hand. So, well, that's people. There, there's a very strong divide with this. Like, I've lost some friends. I mean, not real close friends, but I've also had some fallout with family. I had one of my family members, and I posted this. I didn't say who it was, but because I was posting about going to the rally, and I and actually got a little emotional 
since the since they said announced here in my county that they weren't enforcing the the whatever um my neighbors are having parties that I, I i i walked outside my front door and i said are you guys having a party and they're almost scared to tell me because yeah. you know because they're talking about snitches everywhere and i was like hallelujah praise the lord take yeah. your fucking lives back this is exactly what you should be doing is living your life it was friday night it was beautiful outside i i got i came inside and i went on a little rant i did my snapchat i did it on instagram because i'm very vocal about this i want people you need to start waking up you need to start waking up because what's happening is what if people don't start waking up more and more of our rights are being taken away and they don't even, they don't even realize that they don't, they're not seeing it but i had a, a family member and then we'll, we'll wrap things up she i she like was laughing at my post because i was talking about being at the rally and i'm like can i ask what's so funny and she's like you are that's all you're ridiculous but that's fine that's why we are no longer friends and i no longer consider you family She's like, I want no part of part of your bullshit. So have a wonderful life. <laughs> oh, that's fear. I was like, all I said was, "Damn, okay." Yeah, like, wow. I mean, it, it is crazy, you know. Like a lot of people, that, and I, I, honestly, I'll chalk that up to fear. Like a lot of people don't know what's the right decision, and they're they're looking for, you know, scapegoats and things to blame things on. You know, like yeah, oh, like, sure. these people that are rallying are going to cause us to be in quarantine for three more months. But it's like. I mean, when you get down to it, like legally, is that even, you know what I mean? Like, can, can you do that? Like there's been viruses since the beginning of humankind. Like we've never shut down the entire world, you know, like I really don't understand that. So a lot of people, you know, you get mixed reactions and emotions and it's just, it's interesting to see how people react in times of stress for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep fighting the good fight. So I'll be out there doing my thing. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap things up or we're like like around 30 minutes so yeah, is there anything else you'd like to share with everybody um honestly stay positive uh be healthy and safe you know uh treat others you know the golden rule treat others as they would unto you and just yeah. you know smile be happy and just it's gonna be okay you know stay healthy stay fit and just keep there on keep on I love it. Well, Matt, it was a pleasure having you on today. Thank you so much for being a guest. We'll have to do like a follow-up here down the line once things get a little bit back to normal to hear about your your tours that you're going to be going on and all the people that you're helping with your uh, fitness business. So uh, you guys, this is Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Uh, thank you for joining me. Don't Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share, and we will be talking to you soon. All right.